Hello, dear listener, and welcome to Little Realms, a Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. I am your host and game master, Candice, and today we are playing with... My name is Sarah, and I play Pim, the always-eating tiefling warrior. Pim is now a level 5 Way of the Samurai fighter. My name is Dan. I play Cyrus Sassafras, the horse-trampling druid? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you'd think Cyrus would be a better druid, but Cyrus is now a, a level 4 druid and a level 1 fighter. So I can swing my little staff hopefully a little bit better. <laughs> uh, I'm Nikki. I'm playing Jarell Goldenheel, the party-happy elven scholar. Um, and I'm a level 5 wizard in the School of Enchantment. And I'm Adam, and I'm playing Arden, the undisturbed ranger warlock. He recently became a level 4 warlock, along with being a ranger, and gained a few more abilities. And uh, they're they're about to wake up the morning after the party, where they have just finished successfully question mark a heist, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. No one, yeah, there's no proof of that right now. Everyone had piled into Journey's End and quickly realized that there was not quite enough room. Hey, it's crowded. Let's get out of here. And so people got one or two final drinks and then made it home, seemingly unperturbed by anything that could have happened in the streets. Uh, Y'all wouldn't have heard whatever became of Myrne and his soldiers and Rowan or Landon. And so we will just uh, smash cut to the next morning. Well, I don't know that Jarrell would have actually gone to bed. Okay. They would stay up and like chit chat and drink with people as long as there are people around. But as soon as it's starting to clear out, they want to get the cipher from Vim and get cracking on this ledger. Okay. There's like people snoring at the bar. There's people snoring in the booths. There's people snoring on the front porch. And Yelchin is forever behind the counter, mechanically pouring a drink every now and then and putting on on the bar and still someone wanders in, grabs it, takes it. Yoink. And every time he leans his head back into his hand, Shonash <sighs> like, soon, soon chance will happen. Soon. <laughs> oh, Jorel, why are you still here? Oh, don't mind me. <laughs> I'm looking around for Vim. Where is Vim, Sarah? So in the morning, Vim absolutely hasn't made it out of her, her little Vardo yet. She's definitely out like a light, just kind of passed out in all the blankets and pillows that she has. I mean, are we talking, is it like six in the morning or two in the morning? I assume that Vim went to sleep and isn't waking up until the morning unless Jarell goes and wakes her up. Oh yeah, they're gonna go, as soon as things are clearing up inside, they're gonna go out there and like knock on the bar now. <laughs> <Be> like, oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Vim. everyone piles in at like 11. Vim gets to the Vardo and we see that scene from like Kiki's delivery service at the end of the day and she just falls onto the bed. Her hair goes poof and she's asleep. Or Elise is trying so hard to be asleep. <laughs> Jarell casts message and mentally screams as loud as they can. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 God. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. What's oh, my head? Oh, what's going on? And then they start, as soon as they hear her kind of rummaging around, they start tapping on the door. Ah! <laughs> it was that. It's just me, them. <laughs> oh, God. I thought you were some kind of, like, sleep demon <laughs> or... Oh god. Okay, okay. Um and Vim like hoist herself out of bed and will shovel to the front door. There's like a little window on the front door, but it's got like a wooden cover over it and she like slides that to the side and ducks down. So she can look at Jarell from the other side of the window and she just like presses her face to the glass. And she just looks so tired. <laughs> Jarell looks super just bright eyed and cheerful. They've shed a few layers. They're kind of down to like shirt and suspenders and they've got a pipe clamped in their teeth and are kind of waving at you like, hey, Vim, are you are you asleep already? Yes, I think I think I'm still asleep. <laughs> Oh, well, I don't want to wake you. I just, uh, I thought I'd get a crack on, you know, that little project. I was wondering if, uh, if you had the code that I could borrow? Um, oh god, yeah, 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 I got that. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely still asleep, but, uh... <laughs> well, this is just a dream, then. <laughs> as long as you hand me that paper. Can we, can we do this in the morning? I... It is morning. I don't... Oh, God. Probably. I don't know what time it is. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Um, Look, it's always morning somewhere, Vim. <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess I'll get dressed. And Vim is so disoriented, and she's so full from eating and from all of the snacks. You don't have to get up if you don't want to. But I thought it was the morning. I mean, it is a bit early, I suppose, if you're going to sleep. No, no, I'm up. I'm up. <laughs> And Vim, like, starts to put on her, like, daytime pajamas. Uh, she, like, kind of leaves the wooden window thing open. It doesn't slide closed. So we see her open up a wardrobe. And it's, like, packed at the fucking brim with all kinds of different pajamas and fancy clothes. And we see feathers popping out of it. And there's silk. And there's, like, heavy cloth. And she, like, absentmindedly grabs one. She changes really quick, and then she rummages through her desk. And there's a moment where, like, she opens up a drawer and, like, starts to reach for where she thinks the parchment is. She's like, oh, fuck. Okay. Um. Oh, God. Okay. And then she, like, realizes Jarell can see, and it's like, everything's fine. Oh, Jarell's not really paying attention. They're kind of smoking and, like, watching some drunk people cross the square sort of amusedly. It's a really pretty night, actually. Like, the moon is out. It's pretty light outside. Oh, um, I found it. Vim finally calls out. She oh, pulls wonderful. a little rolled up paper, like, sealed with a little bit of twine from, uh, like, underneath some papers in the back of one of her desks. And then she comes out and, like, opens the door, shuts the little window, and then walks out. Here, oh god, here you go. Thanks, Vim. Shouldn't it? Shouldn't it be lighter outside for morning? Well, I told you, it is quite early. 
Okay. Okay. Right. 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 Okay. You don't have to stay up if you don't if you don't want to. I mean, you're welcome to to take. I don't want to just snag it from you, but I did want to get started. And I mean, you know, the night's young. It's. Oh my God! It is the night. Okay. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. You get started. I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, did did I notice that her hands were broken earlier? Finn's definitely been wincing here and there as she's doing some things. Like her, it's it's like particularly I think her pinkies. And uh, like her her um, ring finger that looks like in pretty bad shape, but per usual she doesn't seem super concerned about it. Jarell is eyeing your hands as they as they take the the cipher from you, and they're like, that looks pretty bad, Vim. You should have Cyrus or Mina take a look at that. Uh, yeah, no, I I think you're right. I uh, maybe maybe in the morning I'll well the the actual morning, not the now morning, <laughs> but the later morning. I'll, I'll give one of them a call. Well, alrighty, I'm gonna get cracking on this then. Uh, you sleep tight, I suppose. Good luck. Hopefully you won't need it. <laughs> <laughs> Is Cyrus doing anything at 2am? I mean, I, I imagine Cyrus was kind of doing, like, coyote ugly on top of the, the bar. Like, just dancing. <laughs> nice. pro- probably got some booze from the, the regulars, but I bet my, my nudist entourage is probably like cheering me on. Yeah! They definitely were. <laughs> Being nude's great. You're the best, Cyrus. There were there were copper coins tossed at you, Cyrus, over the course of the night. Um, at least one landed in the drink Yelchin was trying to serve to someone. It's a little bonus. So I was kind of just high on the adrenaline from the night, and got a little, a little bit, uh, a little bit silly on the bar. Yelcha, I, I owe Yelcha an apology. That's what I was doing at two a.m. <laughs> so, so, but, but exactly were you apologizing for Cyrus? Well, Yelchin, I mean, it's well, maybe you owe me an apology. To, now that I think about it, I did bring your establishment quite a bit of business, and though I I, I, I I stood up on your bar, that was kind of rude. I think I think the money I brought in was well worth the the unorthodox behavior. I mean, I mean, you did bring in quite a bit of money. Um, I I I think what you actually owe me for is the view of you standing on the bar. Oh, that's that's free. That's 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 on the house. That is not. Belchin just sighs heavily. <laughs> hey, my friend is probably going to be very hungry in the morning. Do you mind if I go in the back and cook up some breakfast? You can you can take it easy. I'll I'll make him something dandy. Um, uh, yeah, sure. Um, don't get uh put on gloves and maybe pants before you do that thing. <laughs> I I wink at him. You got it. I don't trust that wink. Cyrus even own pants? <laughs> Has Cyrus ever owned pants? <laughs> Cyrus, no offense. Um, you do you, but I don't trust that wink. <laughs> <laughs> Cyrus winks again. I'll see you in a bit, Yelchin. Oh, I deeply regret my life decisions as soon as I make them. What are you up to with Yelchin? Jarrell's coming back in. <laughs> well, I'm going to make Arden breakfast. Do you want any? Oh, yes, maybe in a bit. Well, this will be first breakfast. We can have second breakfast in a few hours. Hey, is that just a thing around here? There's multiple breakfasts every day? I mean, it wasn't until you showed up. Oh. Well, you're welcome for second breakfast, I suppose. Uh, like Cyrus says, it brings in money. I'm making mushroom omelets. Are there still people around other than Yelchin? There's a few. They're mostly asleep 
or almost asleep. No guards or anything? No. Drell's gonna set up camp at one of the tables and cast a light spell and get started. Okay. Uh, Cyrus goes back and starts cooking. Yeah, I don't need to, to roleplay the, the scrambling of eggs. <laughs> you want to jump scene to Arden, you can. Or jump Let's not jump scene to Arden right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to make eggs and then knock on Arden's door if you want to jump scene. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jarell, roll. I think just make a straight intelligence check. Good money. Uh, maybe they should have gone to bed um let's see 11 okay well you decode the cipher Mm -hmm. but there's like words and numbers and you know that they're not quite right like you're having a hard time matching the words to the numbers Hmm. okay cyrus calls out from inside the kitchen oh jarell Mm-hmm. What type of mushrooms do you want on your um on your omelet? Do you want armpit portobello or do you want belly button mushrooms? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're just in their own headspace and oh, not even listening. Portobello it is. <laughs> Whatever you say. I don't think that's where mushrooms grow, Cyrus. Yelchin says from over your shoulder. Yelchin, don't you don't don't be a, a doubter until you taste my creations. I I I mean. Sure, but, uh, it... Okay. I come back ten minutes later with just hot plates of Cyrus Sassafras brekkie. <laughs> we, got, we got an omelet with, uh, just portobello mushroom omelets for both Jarrell and a very weary Yelchin. <laughs> and I'm kind of, like, doing that little airplane thing. I'm like, eat up. Here we go. Oh, God, no. <laughs> No, oh my god. Uh, uh, Open uh, wide. Drell's kind of like idly takes a bite and then puts the fork down without even like thinking about it. Cyrus, do you want to take a look at this? I feel like I'm missing something here. Kind of tapping their pipe against their teeth, sort of annoyed that this isn't pulling together for them. Oh, it looks like you have paperwork. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I forgot my reading glasses. I can't help you. Oh. Um... I can take a look at it, I guess, if it's not, uh... <laughs> Jarell's a little, a little tipsy, kind of looks at them like, Yelchin, if I let you look at this, I'm gonna have to swear you to secrecy. I mean, we all saw what happened in my bar uh, a couple days ago. Like, we're we're past. Jarell kind of winks, like, I don't remember seeing anything. <laughs> but they still, like, plant, like, an elbow out on the table and, like, hold a pinky out to him. <laughs> <laughs> Yelchin plants his elbow on the table and holds his pinky out as well and says, Let this be the only time in history that a Valenti and the Golden Heel make a pinky promise and don't tell my boss. Jarell's mouth drops slightly and then they burst out. They just like throw their head back and start laughing. (laughs) Does this mean Yelchin's part of the neighborhood watch now? (laughs) What? The what? Nothing. Uh, no, just our families go back a little bit. The what? The what? We'll tell you about it later. We've got a lot to work on, Valenti. <laughs> How did you end up in Mithrin? That is a very long story. Um, I'll tell it later. Well, I suppose I owe you one for letting a golden eel under your roof. What do you make of this? And I show him the, the cipher and the ledger and kind of explain roughly what my process has been so far. 
So he takes a look at it and... Okay, well, he takes a look at it and squints a little bit. Well, I think that... Okay, so what we're dealing with here are uh, shipments, but everything is kind of like jumbled together. And between the two of you, about two hours later, you've finally gotten everything in order. Okay. And Yelchin like puts his hands on the edge of the table, leans way back. That gave me a headache. Uh, whose ledgers are these? Because they are skimming quite a lot off the top. Jarrell just sort of winks at him and is like, well, I suppose we'll find out soon. <laughs> Yelchin, I'm going to use your kitchen again. I'm going to make another batch of <laughs> omelets. This time for autumn. Have you put on pants yet? <laughs> I wink at Yelchin. Do you not own pants? Do you need pants? Everything's going to be okay. No, I, I, are you are you choosing not to wear pants, or do you can you not afford pants? Look, look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm being clean. I'm not like I'm using my shiitake mushrooms, right? Everything's fine. Oh no! Why? <laughs> Yelchin goes a shade pale underneath the purplish blue. <laughs> And I ignore the cries of Yelchin, and a couple hours later, since they've been studying, I'm, I'm now, what is probably like 4 or 5 a.m., making a batch of eggs for Art. Joe's gonna, like, they're gonna, as rapidly as they can, write out a second copy of everything they've just figured out. Yeah. Uh, at about the time Cyrus is making the second batch of omelets, uh, Mina actually comes down the stairs, and Yelchin's like, Vaughn, why are you up so early? Two, I'm gonna go trance. <laughs> and she's like, okay, that's fine. I got it from here. Um, and so they tag out. Thanks, Yelchin. Morning, Mina. How'd your hair hold up? Um, it's, it's still in place. Uh, it obviously looks slept on. But, you know, it was... It, it's such a good hairdo, I just didn't want to take it out. Also, I don't know where all the bobby pins are in it. <laughs> oh, I can get that for you later if you'd like. Um, if it's not too much trouble, could you take a look at Vim earlier? She, uh, hurt her hand a little bit. Got a little too excited at the party last night. Ah, uh, of course I can take a look uh, when she gets up. Hot plates coming in! I throw a hot plate of mushroom omelette on both Jarrell and Mina's table. Mina, these were meant to be for Vim, but go ahead and eat it up. I'll make another batch for Vim. What, what was that about her hands? Oh, Cyrus, yeah. Actually, if you could tag team her, she's being a little difficult about it. Um, I think she just got a little excited and hurt herself a bit last night. Sure, I can help. But first, I need to see our party boy. If you'll excuse me, and I'm taking a third plate upstairs to Arden's room. <laughs> you might need a couple extras for his friends. Isn't it still like two or three a.m.? No, it's like no. four. It's, it's like, like closer to four or five <laughs> now. Like I think. Four or five. <laughs> it's time to wake up. <laughs> so, not any better. Is what you're saying. <laughs> it's time for first breakfast. Wakey, wakey, Arden. There is initially no answer. Arden was really drunk. Hello. Alternatively, somebody else might answer eventually. Any floozies open the door? Do you knock again? Yeah. 
It's AIDS delivery. Bad Brecky. Art really drunk. You're going to need to do something way louder than just knocking to get him awake at 4 a.m. Uh, I'm gonna knock one more time. Okay. Does that work? If not, I'll, I'll resort to something. So you knock. And then, Arden, a hand flops onto your face really heavily. And you hear someone say, Arden, that there's someone knocking on your fucking door. Wake up! And then, like, more <laughs> onto your face. Yeah, it's unlikely that Arden isn't still a little bit drunk when this happens, but getting smacked in the face might be enough to wake him up. He looks at whoever it was that was smacking him in the face, just like, pushes them out of the way. Who's... That, that's rude. Gets, gets up, staggers to his feet, probably <laughs> naked or very nearly so. Please be naked. <laughs> yeah, and, and walks over to the door and just opens it up. <laughs> Standing there in all Arden's glory. Wow. Hello, Arden. <laughs> oh my god. I closed the door. <laughs> Hold on, wait, hold on, time stop. <laughs> Can Arden I uh let's see. Alright, you close the door. I'm gonna I'm gonna knock on it again. Arden, I've got breakfast! Open up! Door opens. What time is it? Uh it's it's eggy time. And I stick my foot in the door so that you can't close it again. Arden looks out looks at the window. Does it look like it's still dark out? No, it's 100% still dark out. Arden closes the door. On my foot. <laughs> Ow! Knock it off! Arden slams the door a couple of times trying to get it closed. <laughs> Hold on. Still being drunk, it doesn't occur to him that it's anything other than maybe a small Arden. door jam. Now, flash second. Can I do a pervy investigation check at disadvantage? <laughs> One of the voices from your room goes, Arden, who's at the door? Some old man, he won't go away. It's his father! He's <laughs> he's closing the door on his poor old father. I just came to see my son. What? Arden, do you have a father in Mithrin? What? No. I wanted to tell my boy I love him. Let me meet your girlfriends. Arden <laughs> looks around. Are they all girls? I don't know what Arden's into. <laughs> oh, Arden was really drunk. Okay, so there's probably, like... A fine selection. <laughs> yeah. Are any of them awake? Yeah, the one that's been talking. She's uh, like a probably in her 30s woman uh, with really short black hair. And her makeup is uh, smudged and she doesn't have any of her costume on anymore. Okay. Arden looks to her and says, uh, doesn't really matter. Anyway, I don't want any. Let me sleep. Wait, what does he have? I've got delicious eggs and mushrooms. Eggs? Eggs? Oh my god, eggs? And she, like, <laughs> if you peek around Arden, she, like, drags herself hand over hand out of the bed. <laughs> oh my <God>. Also <laughs> staggers to the door. <laughs> Puts a I hand on Arden's shoulder to help hold herself up and takes the eggs and it's like, this is the best hangover food ever, and starts shoveling them into her mouth. 
Wait, wait, wait. If you're going to eat that, go down with him. Hold on. I, I wouldn't oh, recommend What? That. I didn't agree to that. Uh, let me just... <laughs> one word, and I'll leave, I promise. I... Cyrus, take her downstairs before something awful happens. I will take this giantess with me, but let me ask you one thing. What? Put away your sword. When are you going to teach me the other sword dance? Not until it's light out. Fair enough. Sword dance. All right, come on, come on, Bigum, let's go. Wait, 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 Arden, Arden, is something? And she's like pointing between you and Cyrus, and it's like, sort. Is this a euphemism? No. Did, did we? <laughs> he, he do I not remember something? Enjoy your eggs. Hey, hey, you don't chew anyone out of this room. And then she goes anyway. <laughs> come on, come on, I got more eggs for you. Oh my god, my clothes. Before you can get back, she barrels back through the door, grabs something to put on, and then follows Cyrus. Fair enough. Arden makes sure that it's not anything he cares about. It's whatever she grabs first, which is like a long coat, and then ties it around her waist. That works. Arden closes the door behind her and staggers back to bed and goes back to sleep. <laughs> um, this woman that you're with now, who's like eating the eggs as they're walking down the stairs, looks so... Who are you? Uh, my name is Cyrus Sassafras, and I'm not... Hi. Who are you? My name is Seth. Actually, I don't... Never, never mind, I don't care. You uh, you can't do that. You can't ask people's names and then not care. Especially you gave me eggs, Cyrus. Um, they were actually meant for my for Arden, but now I need to go make some for a mm-hmm. a a tiefling lady. Otherwise, she's going to hit things. So I'm going to go make more eggs now. You enjoy those. I think I misjudged you. You get around. This is a good talk. I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> she, she gets down to the first floor, looks around. Joel kind of is shuffling all the papers out of sight, but they look like they've been stifling giggles till they cried, like <laughs> listening to this whole thing. They're having a great time. Because you could definitely hear all of it. Oh, yeah. I I just try to walk away from this this lady and go back to making eggs for presumably Vim, but I don't know if Vim's actually going to wake up, so I'm just going to make some more eggs. Uh, Seth sits at a different bar and finishes her eggs and oh, then... Oh no, goes... I wave her over. She can sit with me if she wants. <laughs> sure, she plops down. She goes, hey, this has been a peculiar morning. It rather has. It's sort of nice. <laughs> she sits at the bench across from you and puts her head in her hand while eating eggs. Like, you know, this is good. Yeah, they're not bad. He's a quite a decent cook. They, I don't think they bring up anything of substance. Jarell's just gonna, like, make small talk. Like, how long have you lived here? What do you do? Oh, that's so interesting. Like, that, that kind of level of shit and, like, having a pipe and just kind of chatting. Well, roll wisdom. Oh, okay. Hang on just a or, uh, actually, Cyrus, roll wisdom. <laughs> got a nat one. It's pretty good. He's in the kitchen. <laughs> okay. I think I maybe still have, like, I mm, didn't shoot me off, but I did see his wiener. <laughs> <laughs> I might cut that Oh off. my gosh. Yeah, no. maybe not. <laughs> no. 
Oh no, my actually, God. actually, can I get a clean recording of that? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I mean, he did. I'm a little distracted right now. It would have been hard to miss it. <laughs> uh, in the previous session, did Jarrell see the person who threw the bottle, or is that just Cyrus that saw it? Only Cyrus. Only me. Alright, this is just a person. A rando. Oh, they're not just a rando. They're a rando who slept with Arden, which <laughs> Jarrell thinks is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so they're gonna they're gonna get to know this nice girl and then tease Arden about it later if they get a chance. Jarrell, have you seen them? Am I going to be making eggs for nobody, or do you think they'll be up? Oh, I think she'll be sleeping for a while. I, I went out and uh, talked to her earlier, and she seemed pretty tired. So basically, I've been wasting a lot of time right now. Well, Seth might want him. Who's Seth? Well, this charming young woman here. Oh, that person. We can always heat him up later for Vim, too. She does eat anything. <laughs> Who's Vim? That's the tiefling I told you about. Oh, you're a nice friend. Okay, but like, you're not Arden's dad. Jarrell is laughing even harder now. <laughs> no, <laughs> They're that, really enjoying that this. That's a lie. <laughs> but Cyrus, don't you think you're like a father to Arden? That's true. You know, I, guiding him. I showed him many things when teaching on our him. way to Mithrin in the forest. Yes, about hunting? He was like a young pupil of mine. I, I reared him to be the ranger he is today. Very much so. I feel like he really takes after you, Cyrus. I think he really looks up to you. He does look up to me in a way. <laughs> she's like squinting, or she's squinting and looking between the both of you. Jarrell's not fooling anyone. They are like grinning really hard behind their hand. <laughs> Cyrus is, is not joking at this point. He thinks Arden looks up to him. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. And so uh, you, you get to know uh, Seth decently well. She's more than willing to just answer questions. Oh, they want to know, what is there to see and do around here? Around Mithrin? Yeah, what's the nightlife? Roll a chit chat check. What I've been doing is I've been getting together with some of my friends, um, and we've been, uh, quite frankly, getting real drunk and bad-mouthing our captain. She, like, whispers and leans forward. Jarrell's got, like, the oh-my-god sorority girl face on, like, really? Are you in the local guard? Oh, God, no. I just gossip with them. What are you hens clucking about? And I come with some kind of burnt eggs that I have. <laughs> third plate that I just plop down in front. What's what are we what are we clucking about, little hens? Is he not popular among the local guard then? Are we still talking about Arden's wiener? Oh God, Arden's wiener. <laughs> I think I think we need more data and polling before we have a good sense of what the guard thinks of that. <laughs> anyway, a lot of them don't like him, but the ones that are too afraid to... I mean, I, you had to have heard him yell. Like, he does that a lot. He does seem to have quite a bit of a temper. We haven't been around to see much of it, but um, he's a... Uh... Are, are all of these officers sort of like that, or is it just like a sort of a difficult type of guy? If by all of his officers you mean Rowan and the new guy, um, Myrna is loud enough for both of them. Um, <laughs> although <laughs> Rowan, um, he's got big ears, hasn't he? Oh my God, yes! Oh my God, yes! But 
you know what? That person they sent from uh, Burge, the Margrix. Arendale? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Ran to his daughter once. Real wonderful young woman. She is a sweet girl, isn't she? We don't have much to bitch about on their front. They seem to be doing the best they can. Just kind of just nodding, like wide-eyed, like, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I have no special interest in this. <laughs> and at this point now, she starts to just kind of ramble on and on into the eggs, and eventually you just hear a... How illuminating. <laughs> Jarell shifts her out of the eggs and kind of lays her down on her side on the bench. <laughs> She's out. She's not wearing shoes, is she? Oh, no. Okay. She's not wearing shoes at all. They just, like, leave her kind of tucked on her side on the bench and pull a tablecloth and put it over her. <laughs> <laughs> it's still very early in the morning. So we can smash cut to when the festival has picked up a little bit, probably mid-morning, when Arden and Vim finally wake up. <laughs> Jarrell finally went to bed at like 6 a.m. <laughs> Trance for four hours, woke back up at 10. Uh, the, the people in your room are slowly filter out. Great party, let's do it again sometime. Uh, yeah, um, next, next festival. Okay, that sounds like a plan. Arden looks around for some clothes. About halfway through, he realizes that, you know, he's kind of sticky. <laughs> Goes to her instead. This is a mid-morning trek to a cold bath. <laughs> Arden accomplishes this eventually making it down to the common room. In the meantime, Vim, having had her sleep interrupted at two in the morning, has presumably slept the rest of the night just fine. Oh, hell yeah. Like a light. (laughs) And you are actually slowly awakened by the sounds of Market Square livening up. Vendors are back at their vending booth. You can hear them peddling their wares like pottery, pottery, get your fine pottery filtering in through your Vardo's door. As Vim wakes up, she like is almost waiting and then she's soaking in the sounds of the city as it wakes up and there's this huge sigh of relief that washes over her. Realizes she's not being woken up by like military fists banging on her door, <laughs> her about anything that happened. And at this point, she's feeling pretty good about getting off scot free after <laughs> yesterday. She'll slowly get into, I would say, festival pajamas. She's got a flower crown, and uh, maybe she's wearing part of her, like, bird-feathered mask from before. Like, the mask she wore to the party proper, she kind of has it draped around her neck, because she's still digging the way it looks, and the party Mm -hmm. was yesterday. And she's still kind of making a thing, yeah, you saw me at the party. And she'll exit and kind of trying to find the rest of the gang for the day. So I think when you make it then to the lobby of Journey's End, Cyrus is still there? Yeah, but now I have, like, five more wrinkles around my eyes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mina is at the bar and is like, Cyrus, have you been cooking for the last four hours? It's just piles and piles of eggs. <laughs> if 
you had the night I had, Mina, you wouldn't be able to sleep either. Although I think that adrenaline is finally wearing off. Did you have a bad night? I'm so sorry. The party sounded like so much fun. I mean, I had a night. It was exciting. And now, aren't we supposed to heal somebody? Oh, oh yes. Vim. Uh, uh, oh god. Um, <laughs> I heard... I, I did hear my name, right? And she's like walking in and then stops like, oh god, oh no, is this the police? Please don't be the police. We're both power walking directly. <laughs> Cyrus is trying to power walk a bit faster than Mina. Mina is like holding out her hands open palm to you and says, your friend says that we need to look at your hands. And I'm holding out blackened, charred <laughs> eggs. These are for you. Oh god. Um. Oh god. There's a. This is a lot. Okay. Um. Say ah. I will take these. These look wonderful, Cyrus. Please airplane them directly into Vim's mouth. Here we go. Vim, I guess, <laughs> leans down at like foot and a half. <laughs> so, so her mouth is at airplane level. <laughs> Here comes the medicine. Yum, yum, yum. Mina staring open mouthed at this. <laughs> I, I look over to Mina and I say in a most competitive, catty way possible, Your services will not be needed here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, wait, and what were, hold on, Cyrus, these are wonderful. Mina, wait, hold on, something about, oh, my hands, they're, they're fine. I mean, let's, it's, let's just see them. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, look, the pinkies are like swollen and purple and they definitely look like, they look worse in the morning <laughs> than they did the night before. And like, Cyrus is holding one wrist of Vim's and Mina is holding the other, looking at the hand. We make eye contact and I say, never mind, Mina, ignore my pride. Why don't you fix that one and I'll fix this one. I was, was about to say, I think we're going to need one healing spell each hand. Wasn't this like two points of damage or something? Like, <laughs> I grab one of the eggs from your plate. Hold on, I need that for a second. And then I just... Wait, these perfectly good eggs. All right, fine, fine. And I pull a mushroom off my body instead. And I. Oh god. <laughs> this is gonna make you. <laughs> oh god, the eggs have mushrooms in them. <laughs> Eat up! And then I crumble the little mushroom with my fingers, kind of like just turn it into like a little mushroom mulch. And you are gonna heal 1d4 plus 3 on that hand. Cyrus, where did you get that mushroom? We don't have any mushrooms growing in our garden right now. I'll never tell. And that is, uh... Oh, God. Four damage that you heal. Mina touches an amulet that she's wearing around her neck, and you heal for seven. Between the eggs and the rubbing and the mushrooms and the amulet touching... <laughs> We're gonna pause on this moment where Mina is chanting, Cyrus is mushroom dribbling, and you're both holding one of your wrists. When the door swings open, and in walks Landon with bags under his eyes all the way down to his cheekbones, and he looks at Mita and says, Could I please have the uh, strongest espresso that you have this morning? And then just sits down on the nearest chair. And Landon both have crazy eyes.
Yes. Landon looks up from the table that he's sitting at, makes eye contact with you, and just gives you a long, slow nod. This is probably around when Arden is making his way back into the main room, I would assume, after having bathed and showered. He is now hungover. Drunkenness has worn off, and the terrible, terrible hangover is there. Like, what What does he see? Um, one of his companions asleep on a booth bench. Vim, Cyrus, Landon, and uh, are all down in the common room when you make it downstairs. So, so how does Vim react to everything that is going on? So Vim's, get, like, working on, I guess, a button mushroom in her mouth while the swollenness from her fingers recede. And there's like a sweet smile that comes over her lips and she she gives Cyrus and Mina like, oh, you didn't have to do this, eyes. Thank you. I I mean, I, I, I would have been fine, but this is this is fine a lot faster. Oh, I, I appreciate it. Of course. You're, you're very welcome. If your right fingers and do not heal correctly, let me know and I'll take care of those <laughs> later on too. Arden looks over, sees the plate of eggs, he looks at them and says, oh, are those the eggs that Cyrus tried to feed me in, like, the middle of the night? I don't know anything about that, but you made a mistake in not accepting them. Ha! Well, he looks around, Yelchin isn't there. No, but there are a number of untouched egg plates in front of sleeping patrons. Okay, well, Arden is not going towards those. He sees Landon <laughs> and he says, I, I need some coffee. <laughs> Mina nods solemnly and goes, coffee. Cyrus walks over, just making eye contact the whole time, or trying to with Arden. Takes the, the stool next to him, slides over a plate of eggs, like, come on, Arden. Hide your pride. This is going to heal your your hungover. I mean, your hangover. This eat up. Arden looks at the eggs and sniffs at them. Pretty good. Okay, he tentatively takes a bite. Uh -huh. They're real greasy. <laughs> mm. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Roll, roll a tasty check. <laughs> do they do they have a distinct musk to them? Is that... <laughs> well, of course, but... Are they eggs that Gordon Ramsay would be proud of? Hmm. This is more Guy Fury eggs. Okay. Arden is happy and he is eating. He's impressed and he looks over at Cyrus and says, Cyrus, <clears throat> I don't know if you deserve to be shooed away from my door. These are pretty good eggs, but never wake me up in the middle of the <laughs> night again. Yes, Sensei. When you hear that word, Arden, you go cold. I, well, yes. I'll teach you how to do that if I can remember it. Very well, Sensei. I will leave you to your meal. Enjoy. Cyrus gets away. Jarrell comes bounding down the stairs at about this point in high spirits. <laughs> Jarrell comes bounding down the stairs and sees Cyrus with Arden, uh, Landon half dead over in a corner, and Mina brewing coffee. 
Dim has decided that the food of anyone who's passed out is fair game. She's been making the rounds. Lots and lots of eggs. Maybe the occasional hot dog, you know. <laughs> I think they're gonna like kind of like cheerily good morning everyone <laughs> as they bustle through the room. Is Vim just sitting at the bar or something? Yeah, she's just collecting food. She's probably like standing some passed out and is like making her way somewhere. Jarrell's gonna sit down with you wherever you go and kind of like give you a grin and then toss one copy of the papers down in front of you. Oh, uh, what is, what is this? What do you think? Um, Joel thumb through it real quick. Oh, um, oh, oh, oh god, did, uh, so the, the, so the, so the cipher worked? Yeah, I, uh, had to get a bit of help from the Elchin, but, uh, yeah. They kind of palm the cipher over to you as well and kind of return it. Huh. Bim will stuff the cipher down her fantasy bra. Oh, wow. Oh, gosh. We should probably talk about this with the group, but wow, I, I can't believe you did it. I'm, you know what? I'm not even mad about you lying about it being the morning anymore. <laughs> they're swinging their feet. Their feet don't quite touch the ground. <laughs> they're swinging their feet and grinning like the devil. I didn't really lie about it being morning. It was after midnight. It just gives you a look. <laughs> Look, Vim, I don't think you've got any room to be cranky this morning. You've got a new lease on life on the way. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I certainly do. And Vim has absolutely no idea what Jarrell's talking about. Jarrell thinks last night's mission is what Indigo asked of Vim. So, they're like, awesome, Vim's off the hook. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, that's so not the case. So yeah, Vim's just like nodding along like, yeah, 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 the party was really great. And yeah, I got, I got that new lease on, but I, yep, I got that. If there's any plates of eggs that Vim hasn't taken, they're going to go ahead and snag one um, and, uh, and, and cast message and kind of indicate between bites. Well, um, I've got a second copy and I've got the original ledger. Um, I don't know what Indigo wanted you to do with them. Did you? Did he want them or did he Did he want you to hand them over? We could hand them over to Landon. I think he could probably handle it. Actually, I'd like to find out from him what he found out at Rowan's, if anything. Um, but was it, did you just have to get the ledger or did you have to, you know, totally bring him down? I think at this, Vim starts to kind of put the pieces together and starts to realize that Jarrell thinks that this is what Vim asked her to do, and there's like this like flash of, oh no, that comes over her head. But then she has this moment of like, oh god, I like, I can't talk to anyone about this. And she just like, the fork of eggs in her mouth and not and then takes a moment to think about what to say. You know... Whatever we want to do with the ledger is sort of up to our own discretion. So I like the idea of, of taking it to land it. That, that sounds good, but we, we can do whatever we want. Oh, really? Uh, my uh, <laughs> informant, and she does like really big quotes, hands as she says that, doesn't need to be involved in what we do next. Is this an entirely messaged conversation? I mean, I cast message when I asked. 
So, what it looks like to everyone else in the room is Jarell and Vim are staring intently at each other, making expressions, and then Vim <laughs> eventually slowly raises her hands and makes air quotes in the air, and then they go back to staring intensely at each other. Yeah, Arden sees this. He sees Landon looking, you know, tired with coffee. He takes his own coffee, goes over to Landon and says, Huh, you look tired. Uh, uh, um, yes, yes, hello. Giant sip of coffee. Over, but I seem to recall you weren't drinking. Mmm. Well, uh, you know, this will, um, brain gets a little frazzled if you're up all night. Yeah, um, something happened? Oh, um, I did. Did you not hear the horn go off? Oh, yeah. I heard that. I was drinking pretty heavily by then, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine anyone at the party actually cared. Um, but, uh, the captain, um, his estate was, uh, broken into. And Landon, like, he's holding his head with one hand. And one eye is covered by the hand, but the hand that's not blarily looks over Arden's shoulder and makes approximate eye contact with Jarell. Jarell waves a little bit. <laughs> Which you I'm were up all night investigating. Yes, um, over yeah, um Jarell tugs on Vim's sleeve and is like, why don't we go talk to the sergeant? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 that sounds great. And Vim is just excited to have an out for the current conversation. <laughs> Everyone sits down at the table around Landon, who, like, peels the hand back from his face and, like, makes a rough approximation of sitting up straight in his seat while nursing the cup of coffee really close to his chest. Sergeant Landon, you look awful. I hope you get a chance to take a nap later. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, They're staring at him, like, super intently right now. Like, well... Oh my god. Did you have an opportunity to uh, take a look around? I... I can... Yes, yes, I did have a chance to look around. I did see the thing with my own two eyeballs and the implication of that is exactly as uh, uh, as you said not that I doubted you to begin with but um, big drink of coffee oh don't ever apologize for needing evidence come on so I found the thing do, did you do your thing, whatever that was? Jarell's going to look at them and wait for, for some kind of indication from her. We, uh, <laughs> that, uh, you certainly had an eventful night. I'm sure it'll make a great story later. We, uh, we were able to do what we needed to do. I'm sure you uh, you saw us all at the party. Remember, we were um, wearing very memorable getups. Yes, I do remember seeing you all at the party. 
And he then says, just nods and like gives him a look. He nods and returns the look as best he can with one eyelid drooping slightly. Well, I'm sorry to see you in such a state when you didn't even get to drink well last night. But there's more festival to be had today if you're awake enough for it. I am you going to... patrolling or drinking? Uh, oh, God. I am... All right, so here's what's... Rowan is waiting for Mirne's hangover to go away so that he can properly understand what happened at his estate and the implications of what was taken. Oh gosh, something, oh oh my, something was taken? Uh, yeah, according to Rowan, it was a very important book of some sort. Drell gives one final look at Vim, um, kind of waiting for any kind of flinch or anything from her, and they pull the book with the folded translation in it out of their vest and kind of slide it across the table. Well, I hope you find it. It sounds very important. <laughs> Landon, you see him startle awake for the first time this entire morning. And he looks down at what's in front of him and very quickly and efficiently flips it open to where I presume the paper is marked, reads over the paper, folds the book shut, and then slides it back over the table, indicating that you should tuck it away again. They do so, but they look confused. Like, why are you giving this back to me? Well, I mean, I don't have a place to put that in my vest. <laughs> we don't have pockets on these uniforms. Oh, who designed your uniforms? I don't know. Okay, so your mission was successful. I don't know what you're talking about. We did have a lovely night, though. So uh, what are your plans for the festival? Did you want to catch up later, or we could go visit the Arendales, perhaps? Um, I think we could definitely catch up later. I know that Jonna and Hyatt are probably going to be out and about during the festival, and uh, Victor is probably planning to join us for the play in the evening. Um, it shouldn't be too hard to track the three of them down. What's that play called? Is it is it Arrested Development? Is it a coup? What what are we what are we doing? Well, okay. My understanding of the play is that it's an original written by one of the locals, and... Cyrus is not asking about the Cyrus play. Cyrus smacks his forehead. <laughs> Alright, Landon, I know you're tired. Let me be more blunt. What are we, and I'm pointing at him and then my thumb back at myself, what are we going to do about the situation? Jarell looks aghast at Cyrus for saying this out, like, so bluntly. Like, what are you doing? Here is my read on what's going on. We dodged a fireball last night because Mirne was simply too drunk to get riled up about that bottle that was chunked at him. If the events of this evening serve to rile him up anymore, it's going to be bad. Now, I know that the issue we had before was that there was not enough force of arms to deal with him. But with the evidence that we have 
now I am confident in committing my soldiers to whatever needs to be done. All right, now that's what I wanted to hear. Drell kind of sighs, like, okay, I guess we're being really blunt about this now. In your estimation, Sergeant, if there were to be a uh, vacuum of power, do you think that our Lord Margrex is in a position to fill it? Victor Arendelle was installed by the powers that be. I have not heard anyone voice a negative opinion about him in the town, so it is in my assumption that the citizens at large would defer to what was assigned to them. I would certainly personally follow Victor Arendelle. Gerald doesn't look entirely satisfied by this, but they kind of nod. Let's make sure before anyone is deposed that whatever this information is, it gets circulated to the point where his deposition is a foregone conclusion. Your forces, involvement, or otherwise. I'm pretty sure the nudists will will be on board with this. They were not a fan of his of his speech last night. Should I assemble a naked army? Lorandon was like in the middle of taking a drink of coffee. Uh, Cyrus says that and he snorts and then coughs. <coughs> That's, um, um, given the situation we're dealing with, I'm not going to say no. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we will not use the nudes, but we will <laughs> we will still depose what, what, quit looking at me, Jerem. We've, we've in for a penny, in for a pound. We will go about our plan. What we're we're going to tattle now? Is that the is that the plan? We're going to go find Victor. Jerem makes like the worst face when you say you're going to tattle. <laughs> well, I don't think it's tattling really. It's more informing the Margrex of things he already should have been paying attention to. All right, and if tattling doesn't work, then <laughs> they wince again. Then I can summon the nudes if needed, but we'll arm them. Well, we could just take a copy of this over to Simon and have him put it in the paper. Alright, fine. We'll table the nudes for now. Maybe we have him put send nudes at the bottom of the publication? (laughs) (laughs) I think we should probably just make sure that there are plenty of flyers talking about the publication. Nudes, especially of Cyrus, don't seem necessary. I, 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 I do, I, I, well, you've already filled our quota of nudes for today, haven't you, Arden? <laughs> I don't want to know what that is in reference to. We had a good party last night. Don't worry about it, Landa. I'm so glad someone did. All right. Well, should we, perhaps this is something that we should expedite. Someone can go and take a copy to Simon and... Some of us will go with Landon to talk to the Margrex. Le- Sergeant Landon, what, what is your responsibility in terms of reporting the other matter to the Margrex? When we talk to Victor, I will confirm your suspicions. My vouching for that should be enough. Do you think taking them in one fell swoop, then, is the answer? I think so. The city cannot afford a protracted engagement of any sort at this point. So, yes, quicker is better. Jarrell's kind of shrugging, like, this is so totally out of their experience. They're like, I want to make a plan, and I want to follow the plan, but I've also (laughs) never, like, led a coup, so... (laughs) (laughs) This is all very exciting, isn't it, Jarrell? 
It's something, all right. I'm hoping that things are just very smooth and calm after all of this is over. <sighs> I'm hoping I get another shot at those gods. I ran away last time. Wait, never mind. You didn't hear anything. Things are you did what now? not calm. Nope. No, Arden. Don't jinx us. <laughs> Everything's going to go great. Yes. Everything is going to go perfectly, and then we will have a lovely time in Mithrin for the next several months. Well, group, should we do our normal cheer? <laughs> <laughs> Darrell kind of looks self-consciously at Landon. Like, There's a normal cheer now. Well, <laughs> and you're going to join us. I was as surprised as you were. Oh, oh well, you okay. hate fun, though. <laughs> what? in the middle. <laughs> It's, and it's Dakota. We're going to cheer on the muscles of Mithrin. Yeah. All right, everyone. They put their I... hands on Cyrus's hand. <laughs> so, wait, are, are we cheering muscles Just, of Mithrin? No, when we not. say Dakota, you say Dakota. <laughs> it was going to be a surprise, but just follow our lead, all right? One, does, two, does he, three. Dakota! Dakota! <laughs> does he know about this? I certainly hope not. It's an outtake. I, mean, I already did my, my scene, and unfortunately it involved grabbing another NPC. So I, let's, let's flash cut to like people waking and, up. And you saw Arden's penis. <laughs> Don't be crass, <laughs> wiener. You saw his hot dog. <laughs> We're classy. Hey everyone, thanks a lot for listening, and also for your patience. There has been some sickness on this end. Um, I do want to give a couple of plugs. One, please leave us a, a like and a review on iTunes or Podchaser or whatever you listen to us on. Uh, we're really bad at asking for stuff, so I'm going to I'm gonna guilt trip you now and say, please, <laughs> this content's free. Give us a review. Thank you. Uh, also, I'm going to guilt trip you to listen to Beholder's Eye. It is an amazing D&D actual play 5e podcast that I listen to. One of the things that sets it apart from a lot of other shows is the DM and his use of consequences. I don't want to give any spoilers, but <laughs> the party makes some really bad decisions early on in the campaign, and the DM does not hold back at uh, correcting them. Another huge, huge kudo for this show is that each episode is only like 40 minutes. I think I chugged through 70 episodes in three days. Like, their format is wonderful. It's so easy to get caught up in a show that's averaging 30 to 40 minutes per episode. And it's really good. Like, super well edited, um, just captivating storytelling, characters that mesh together... Give them a shot. Beholder's Eye. If you're a fan of actual play podcasts and audio drama podcasts, then you're going to love Beholder's Eye. We're an epic fantasy adventure that starts where the story begins. We don't make you wade through six backstory episodes about characters you don't know or care about. We start with violence, the way God intended a D&D podcast to begin. 
you're looking for a good character-driven podcast with bloodshed, dumb decisions, dark lords, political backstabbing, demons, and all the other trappings that make epic fantasy exciting, then subscribe to Beholder's Eye. Just look for the big green eye. Last but definitely not least, I need to give a shout out to all the royalty-free music that I use. If you've noticed, I love to use sound effects, and I get a lot of them from freesounds.org and also zapsplat.com. As far as royalty-free music, I go to incomputech.com, um, purpleplanet.com, and freepd.com. License under Creative Commons, Attribution License 4.0.